Oh, to all my coffee lovers and educational boundary pushers, welcome to the third episode of the Coffee Chug Cafe podcast series titled Living on the Edge of Chaos. My name is Aaron Bauer. Most of you know me as Coffee Chug Books on the online world, and this podcast is dedicated to challenging your thoughts and other people's thoughts on education and learning to empower ourselves and other educators as people and leaders. The goal of this, personally for me, is to help you share your passion. I want to push you outside of your comfort zone, get you living on the edge of chaos so you can tap into your potential and help lead your tribe and your personal learning network, all while enjoying a delicious cup of coffee. And this time of year, there's nothing better than a little peppermint mocha for the nice cold, windy weather that we all have. So let's cut right to the chase. Let's get into this episode because I have a lot to talk about, especially if you are a fan or have any interest in augment reality and how we can immerse that into education. So here we go. Thank you for Thank joining you us for joining on the Edge of Chaos. Chaos. Ladies and gentlemen, Aaron Chaos. 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 Chaos, 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 chaos. living on the edge of chaos with Coffee Chugs. Woke up at 6 o'clock in the morning, chilling with coffee mugs, me and Coffee Chugs. Talking education all across the nation, pushing boundaries, thinking innovation. Aaron Mauer, outside the box thinker, here to teach each and every teacher how to tinker. Living on the edge of chaos, born insane. Listening to Coffee Chugs like happy for the brain. One of the top teachers in Iowa. Word is born, here to show the world that there's more here than corn. Living on the edge of chaos. Chaos. Living on the edge of chaos. Chaos. Living on the edge of chaos. Chaos. Coffee chugs. Coffee chugs. Coffee chugs. Coffee chugs. Coffee chugs. All right, so this episode here that I want to talk about today is going to be focusing on augmented reality, and in particular, how we can use it in the classroom. Before I get into augmented reality, I do want to uh, take a time, a little bit of time to talk about some things that I've been reading this past week. In the second episode, I talked about three books I was reading, and due to a super crazy schedule, I was able to completely complete only one of those three books. Um, and that was the David and Goliath by Malcolm Gladwell, in which I pulled out some really key ideas. And I'm going to be talking about those ideas in an upcoming episode uh, because I want to spend some time on it with things that I agree, question, and a couple things that I disagree on to uh, Malcolm Gladwell. And so I want to speak on that. I will be finishing Die Empty by Todd Henry, and my fingers crossed that uh, maybe I can get lucky and have him on this podcast series soon. And then I'll be starting Lexicon this weekend uh, to challenge my brain and get out of nonfiction reading. I have been falling in love with a couple magazines. As if you've been reading my blog, really focusing on design, and in particular design in the classroom. And so I've been looking at, I've subscribed to Fast Company and Inc. and Harvard Business Review. And these three magazines, probably because it's my first time reading them, are really blowing my mind and I'm taking those ideas and trying to figure out how to infuse them into education in the classroom. And part of that infusion has led me to this augmented reality. I am far from being one of the first people to talk about that. Um, if you talk to Tech Ninja Todd, Two Guys in an iPad podcast series, any of their materials, 
they are the leading gurus and experts on augmented reality. Um, I've been dabbling in it a little bit myself. I've given a couple presentations where I've discussed augmented reality in particular at the iTech conference. And a lot of things are starting to develop with that. It's a technology that's been around for a while. However, very, very few educators are actually doing anything with it. And so last Friday, just a couple days ago, I held my second teacher tinker time in my classroom where I have created a afternoon, one day a week, I found that Fridays work better, where I am opening up my classroom and giving teachers an opportunity to come explore and just play and act like kids. And so this Friday, I had six different augmented reality apps that I had asked the teachers to download and come to my class with so we could just tinker around and play and have, have some conversations. And through those three class periods, we had three preps, so one period for sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade teachers. We walked away, I wrote down 10 amazing ideas, and I know that there was more that maybe I missed out on as a result of this. So we took a look at six different augmented reality apps. We took a look at AR flashcards. We took a look at Blipar. We took a look at Layar. We took a look at BrainScan. We also looked at Erasma. And our last one that we took a look at um, was the color coloring book app. So those were the six. And from there, I had them laid out on tables, and I'll show a picture in the show notes so you can see how I did it. I had examples of all six apps, so teachers could come through and just start to scan and see examples of augmented reality. The challenge that I had with these six augmented reality apps for teachers were to think about how businesses, how kids, and just general public are using these apps. And how can we apply this technology not to replace anything, but to make our lives easier? Some ideas that I threw at teachers to think about it as we explored these were, we already do a lot of things now that have too many tedious steps. For example, a lot of teachers have a ton of their information up on our school website. However, to click to get to any of the teacher's websites or links requires several clicks. You have to get to the school website, and then you usually have to get to the library page for most things, where our media specialist has done an amazing job using Symbaloo. But you have to click those, and then that leads to another website. Then you have to click. You just keep clicking, and we don't like to do that. I don't like to do it. I know students don't like to do it. So with augmented reality, could we have a system where they're simply just scanning an image, and it goes directly to their needs? It's that instant gratification, which, yes, can give us headache, but at the same time, we all live that same exact way. Um, and so those were some of the things that we took a look at. So with Blipar, usually more of, of marketing. I know that with me, I've used that. I've scanned some ads for Radio Shack and how to do some stuff with Arduino boards. It puts everything right in your cart. You can buy it, and I have found myself spending money within 15 seconds. Um, we looked at Layar which is then a lot, a lot of times you see people are using that to have video or extra content from an article that you're reading in magazines. Um, Erasma, you can embed anything you want. You can create your own account. And I've used that for the Coffee Chug Cafe poster outside my room, which I've blogged about, and I'll put examples in the show notes. AR flashcards is already kind of preset. You have to print off the flashcards, but it has like an A, 
Um, you hold your phone or tablet device over it, an alligator pops up. You can touch your screen, and then a kid's voice says, Hey, alligator. Um, color app, you can color their predetermined coloring pages, and your coloring comes to life, which has been a big hit with my kids. I know my son loves the dragon. My daughter loves coloring the girl. With Halloween, the pumpkin one was a blast. Um, and so we start to see these, these ideas. And so as we had these conversations, I challenged the teachers to think about as I've already stated to you, how can we apply these to schools and classrooms? And here's some of the amazing ideas that I want to share out. And I would love other ideas if you're using augmented reality in your schools or your classroom to please connect and let us know. And if you use any of these ideas, I would love to see examples. When I presented at iTech, there's a, a really great science teacher at one of our um, local school districts right next to us. He's a science teacher, and he went through and uh, created a RASMA account after I showcased that, and he made answer keys so kids can look at their graphic organizers that they're, that they're using in science class. They can use the app, and an example of what that material looks like shows up. So it's amazing as we share things to see people actually implement, and so I would love to know what you're doing, and I would love to share that on the blog so other people can learn from it as well. But here are some ideas that we came up with through our discussions in Tinker Time, which is goes to show the amazing power of Tinker Time for teachers to give them a break from the day of all the regular grind of, of being a teacher and the possibilities that happen when we can let our guards down a little bit and just think like kids. The first thing we talked about was using Erasmo or the Layer app for our school yearbook. And what if every kid's picture, if you scanned over that, would come up with a little 15, 30-second video clip where the kids shared out uh, maybe a quick little bio or a fact about themselves or maybe their favorite moment of the school year. And you could have this interactive yearbook uh, to kind of spruce that up a little bit. We talked about our newspapers. So we have a newspaper team at our middle school. Um, they publish four times a year. And we're looking at more ways to get kids more heavily involved in reading that newspaper and, and providing more opportunities for that. So there was an article in our first quarter newspaper for all the new staff and teachers. And what if those images allowed the teachers to, besides the write-up, let them have a little video where they talked about themselves so kids could get a better chance of seeing their personality and who they are. Or there was a play, an article about football, how the team won on, on the last second play. What if we could have a video clip that automatically showed that play? Just different ways to really enhance that. Um, book reviews and video games, you can show examples of the kids playing the video games or their their little book trailer or whatever it might be within the newspaper. So another amazing idea. We look, took a look at our student planners, and we were trying to visualize. One of the issues we have is that kids, either one, don't fill out their planners, or two, they fill out their planners, but then parents complain that they can't read their handwriting. And so we have all these different protocols to help students meeting with guidance counselors and leaving school class early five minutes, and the list goes on and on. But what if we had a symbol for each class at the top of the planner? And each week, teachers could just take a picture of their teacher plan book, submit that to that link, and therefore, parents and kids could just use the augmented reality with their phones, scan that that image for social studies or language arts or digital literacy and the entire week's agenda would, would, would show up. Therefore, you eliminate all these 27 steps where we're using a lot of time in the school day to make it happen. Um, it really makes it pretty foolproof 
It just, once again, the teachers are already writing out their plans, so why not just take a picture with your phone, load it up, and we're good to go. We also are going to exhibition night for our project-based learning model that our school is going into. And one of the things that we have is you know, we've got between 300 and 350 kids per grade level. And when we do these grade level exhibition nights, that's a lot of projects. It's a lot of stuff to be shown by all the classroom teachers because all the teachers have things that they want to share out um, so kids can talk about the work they've been doing. But how do you have space and time and management of all those projects for 300 and 350 kids? So what if we used augmented reality where the kids just maybe had one or two of their big projects that they wanted to present on, but behind them they had a panel or a grid, a poster of some sort, where the other projects could be shown through augmented reality. It reduces the space. It puts the focal point on a truly one, maybe two projects that they're really proud of that they're going to actually present on because speaking and having tangible pro product and proof is important. But we don't need eight, nine posters and papers and all these stuff hanging out. But you could infuse all that through augmented reality. So the people that are interested in seeing that, they have the option, but it's not cluttering up a lot of space. I was thinking about class design since I've been writing and blogging on that quite a bit. And one of the things that, that drives me nuts is most classrooms look the same. They have the same kind of bulletin board trim, same kind of classroom layout. Um, you know, things just look very cookie cutter. There's not a whole lot of personality that pizzazzes most typical classrooms. I mean, there's some that have a little bit, but I would say the majority of the classrooms kind of look the same. So how could we use augmented reality to spruce that up where we had a bulletin board where the materials changing weekly, you have trivia, you have something kind of fun, something kind of funky, um, just different ways of enhancing and adding more content to our classroom without making it cluttered, still keeping things very simplistic so the learning opportunities are there. But these extra challenges are available for kids if needed, if time does permit. Another idea, and I know I'm throwing a lot at you, I just get excited about this. I'm, I'm, I just loved talking with my staff yesterday through this tinker time. But we're, one of the things that I, the pet peeve of mine is, teachers put so much time and effort into developing their lesson plans. Looking at materials and videos and connecting with teachers and reading this and looking at that and pulling this magazine and, and talking and collaborating. But we never take time to show our students how we learn to prepare for our lessons. And I think students just think these lessons just magically appear. We just pull them directly out of some little book or binder well, without much thought. With augmented reality and the materials that we provide, why are we not sharing all this stuff that we went into? Why not provide opportunities for kids to investigate the links that we looked at and the websites, um, the videos, and all these different things and put it at their disposal? It doesn't mean that they have to use it, but you've used it. So let the kids see you as a learner and not just a teacher. And all you'd have to do, once you had an account set up with Leia or Erasma, is just networking those links all into your document or your rubric or whatever kind of paper or function that you use for your classroom to get materials out to kids. And let them start to see, like, wow, these teachers are just busting their butts to deliver lessons to try to engage us because I think kids don't always see that. And if they see that, 
I think it changes the attitude and it changes the atmosphere of the classroom. And I know part of that we just don't have time, but I think it's vital that teachers start to open up and really showcase who they are as learners so they can be effective teachers. With that, we talked about the smaller steps of flipping your classroom and not getting into that whole entire mindset there, but could you have on your handouts or your assignments or your task sheets little videos or answer keys? So my wife is a math teacher. We were talking about she assigns these problems, but the kids could use the augmented reality. They could then, after they do their work, scan it, check, see if they have the right answers, and if they don't, they need to go back and rework it. And if they do, then they're good. And it's not about just having the answer. What she looks at is the process. But they could come to school the next day and without having to spend 7 to 10 minutes going over each answer, they could go right into the problems. I checked my answers and I could not figure out how to do problem 3. And you could go right to that. So how much class time could you save by not wasting the time of both teachers and students and cutting right to the chase to where the, where the glitches are and go right into learning? We talked too about just the general layout of school, and our building is currently under construction, but it'd be nice to have the teachers' pictures or photos outside of each classroom. And someone shared this with me on Twitter, I believe, where each photo then could be a little introductory video about who they are. So I'm thinking of back to, back to school night or unpack your backpack night at the beginning of the year, or when families and kids come to visit the school and sometimes those tours happen outside the school day. The parents and kids could scan each picture, see their kids' teachers, and kind of gain, gain a sense for what's coming their way and kind of reduce that anxiety by actually being able to see and hear the voice and the animations of that teacher. In the library, we're talking about kids doing book trailers. We have a lot of kids doing book trailers. But what if they on the book cover led to augment reality where then they would have their own book review or book trailer that they've created so when you're in the, in, the, in the library, kids could scan with an iPad or a phone the cover or an image inside the cover, and it could be their own peers telling them, yeah, yes, this book is amazing, or no, it's not very good, or a book trailer that they created maybe in a language arts class. It just makes it more interactive, and you have more of that peer feedback. So it's not always the media specialist trying to stay on top of all the books being pumped out on a weekly basis and we can start to get more of that peer-to-peer -peer review, critical thinking skills, and actually being put to use, and which is really pretty cool. Um, and so I know Mrs. Uh, Matson, I believe, hope I said her last name right, um, her Twitter handle is at Mrs. K. Matson, has connected me with a teacher, um, Brad Gustafsson, who is creating a World Book Talk channel on Erasmus right now. And I am so excited to get involved in that. Uh, because that might be something that I want our students to get involved with because people are making this happen, which is so exciting, which is why I'm sharing because I know these things are happening and I want to know about it and I want to get my kids and, and, and my staff involved. The last two ideas is just taking things that you're building within your classroom and continuing to add layers on top of that without letting things clutter. So in our science class, we have a science teacher that right now the, te the kids have cut out these life-size um, paper cutouts of the human body, and they're layering all these, the skeletal system on these paper cutouts. 
So we were talking during tinker time, and what if instead of just being done with that project, when they move into the nervous system or the circulatory system, they keep those bodies, and as opposed to adding more on the paper, which would then become a mess, we started to embed augment reality out over the skeleton. And so as they talk about the brain, all the kids could have an augment reality piece on the brain using their own skeleton or the circulatory system or the nervous system. And they could build things however they want. They could weave in Minecraft videos. They could have their own little video tutorials, maybe 3D hologram images using Google and Google SketchUp and things like that. The possibilities are really unlimited. But you do the kind of hands-on making up front, in his case, the, the full-size body, and you just keep using that over and over, and you just keep adding layers on top of that learning journey. And by the end of the year, you have this full, complete learning module, basically a portfolio, right at their disposal. And how cool and awesome would that be? The last thing that we talked about, and I know this podcast is going way over my 10-minute goal mark. I'm at the 20-minute mark. I apologize. But it just it's awesome. If you had a rubric... And on the rubric was the augmented reality where an exemplar would, would pop up. And so if you scored fours or the, the excellent remarks all the way down the column, you could see what an A project would look like. And you could maybe even see what a B or a C or a D product would look like as well using augmented reality. And you could infuse that right into the rubric. So sometimes kids read the rubric, it doesn't make sense, but they have that visual addition to go along with it as a reminder when they're at home. It helps parents it helps everybody and you know most teachers keep that file of grade a qualities for projects that they use year in and year out now you have that you can merge it right into augment reality and it's at everybody's fingertip and disposal so those are just some of the ideas that came from teacher tinker time on friday they're not all my own they're from the amazing staff at bentler middle school and the conversations that just developed from just playing around with six augmented reality apps. And I wanted to share that out there. And so the challenge that I give you, which is the same challenge I gave my staff when we met yesterday or Friday, is how do you take these ideas, this technology, and without adding more work, without asking you to completely redo all your stuff, because we don't have time for that, how can we use it to make our life simpler? and meet the needs of our learners where they are more instant than ever before. And I know that we can gripe about that, but I'm the same way. I don't want to click five, six, seven times. I just don't want to do it. But with it, these apps, we can achieve the same thing using the materials that we've already collected, we've already created, that we're already using, and it's just that much faster, that much cooler, and that much more exciting. So this, this technology has been around for a while. It's nothing mind-blowing that just developed last week. But the bigger question is why are more educators not aware of it and why are they not using it? So if you like some of these ideas, please, please let me know. I would love a rating or feedback or any sort of questions or comments or concerns you have, either on iTunes or the blog. You can email me. And if you develop anything or you have developed anything with augmented reality in your classroom, I would really love it if you'd share it so I could share out so we can continue to learn from one another. That's going to wrap up this episode. This is Coffee Chug signing out from the Nerd Cave, drinking some coffee, super excited about augmented reality, and even more excited about how you are going to challenge yourself as an educator and begin to use some of these new ways of thinking and the tools that are readily out there 
for you to experiment and play with. Have a great rest of your day. I look forward to hearing from you. And keep it real. And as I always like to end, peace out. Take care, everybody.